2: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
1: This, Michigan, is our time.
2: Big Ten Champion. Go Blue! Live from the Rich Eisen Show Studio in Los Angeles. First victory of the year on the line. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Grows. And gets so caught. Touchdown to Crypto. They've done it. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, USC head coach Lincoln Riley. From NBC Sports, Peter King, still to come. College game day analyst, Desmond Howard. And now, it's Rich Eisen. our number
1: three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Desmond's coming our way uh, from the worldwide leader in sports. He's going to do, as he said, a television hit. And then, uh, and then, join us. So right. he's just slated to join us this hour. Just uh, had a nice text exchange with him in the, in the last commercial break. Um, Lincoln Riley called in last hour. So did Peter King. If you missed it, youtubecom slash Rich Eisen show. I had my um, say about Michigan making the college football playoff quartet for the first time ever. For the first time since Jim Harbaugh took the reins of this of uh, this uh, here program. And uh, how glorious it was, and what it meant to me, and how <laughs> when it prevented Notre Dame from getting a seat was really terrific.
3: How did you watch um, the game?
1: Uh, uh, at home, just by myself. Cooper came in and out. Zan came in and out. Taylor yeah. came in and out. And... Office? No, no. In, in the spot where so many of the last few years came to crashing terrible ends, and yeah. Um, so I'm decided. I, I decided I'm turning the page. So, you know. Brockman, we All know that. where he
2: was at. He was in his living room because we got video of it, right? From Susie. Oh, did she, s- <laughs> she send some video? Yeah. Yeah, great, <laughs> great. So,
1: yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on display. I'm on display. Uh, but it was, it was great. If you missed any of that, our YouTube page, youtube.com/slash, Rich Eisen Show. Del Tufo, are you ready for your, uh, your weather report later on this hour? Yes,
2: because Monday night football is huge tonight. He's been awful quiet the t- entire show so I know this is going to be good cuz he's been over there doing his research. Monday Ridge. night football yes. is huge tonight. Huge.
1: Patriots and Bills. Whew. Bills had their way last year. They swept New England last year and this is after, you know, I guess the fall of Brady. <laughs> you know, they, they they tore the statue down and and then took <laughs> over the country, you know, <laughs> in the <laughs> AFC East last year and now Bills back fully constituted. Once again, on a roll with a quarterback that doesn't make many mistakes and is pushing the ball down the field on occasion in the running game and the defense, and the special teams, and the coaching. This looks just like the Patriots that we came to know and love or hate, depending on your point of view. So tonight, here they come into Western New York, and this is it. This is it. The Bills can take a stand and say, tonight is the night we show you last year was no fluke. We already know nationwide it was no fluke. I know it. Anybody who watches the Bills knows it, that that's no fluke. That's a terrific quarterback. That's a terrific defense. This is a, this is a playoff team. I mean, you could look at the Bills and say that's a playoff team. The question is, are they a division-winning playoff team? And are they a team that can get back to the AFC Championship game? They are up and they are down on that front about the AFC Championship game. But certainly in the first month of the season, first six weeks of the season... Certainly going into that Halloween weekend game and so far that I watched the Patriots beat the Chargers to go on win two of their current six-game win streak. Um, The Bills were still considered the best team in the AFC East and having a shot to win that division when they were going into that uh, game in Jacksonville, losing that game to go – Presumably six and two, they emerge from it at five and three. I'm like, it's okay, now what was that all about? Yeah, they get right game against the Jets and then they get smoked by the Colts at home. And what's that about? And then they go into New Orleans and look like the team from last year. But is that a New Orleans thing or is that a Bills thing? I mean, that's what tonight is about right. in terms of their long term viability to win it all. They're a playoff team for sure. The question is, how are they a playoff team as a division winner? And the crazy thing is, is that we're wondering about that, about the Bills. And they could be (laughs) in first place, although not all alone in the conference. Flat out in the mix for a one seed. They have to win tonight for that. And if they win tonight, we still have a four-way tie atop the AFC as we currently do right now. They just supplant the Patriots in that mix at eight and four with the bi-week and Titans and the Ravens you just lost. And the Chiefs who are on a nice win streak of their own. They would just replace the Patriots in that four-way division leaders atop their respective division at eight and four. And the Titans would be number one in that mix again, and the Bills would be two, Ravens three, Chiefs four. And the Patriots would be a half game behind that eight and four palooza. If the Patriots win, they've got the lone one seed spot. A half game in front of three teams at eight and four and one team at seven and five, and the Bills, along with the seven and five Chargers and the seven and five Bengals. That's what's at stake tonight. And there's those Colts at seven and six back on that win streak again after losing to the Bucks. Back on their winning ways again, pardon me. It's seven and six with the Steelers at six, five, and one. That's what's at stake tonight. Exciting stuff. No question about it. And I'll be on uh, Westwood One pregame and halftime. Devin McCordy and uh, Emmanuel Sanders is on Friday's show. We'll play those interviews for you. Getting set for that big one tonight. Very excited. Chris Brockman, you ready for Overreaction Monday before Desmond Howard hits us? Ooh, before Desmond. Yes, let's do it. Let's go. Overreaction let's go. Monday right here uh, on a week 13 Monday in our football world. it, please. That was
2: terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks.
3: Overreaction.
2: Mondays.
1: Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there, Chris?
3: Let's start with tonight, uh, as we just talked about, Bills-Patriots. The Bills need this game tonight more than New England.
1: Um... Uh, I'll, I'll say that's a proper reaction because the Bills coming into the season were viewed as a Super Bowl contender, and for them to be viewed as such, they can't be surpassed by New England in their own division, in their own house. Um, so I'll I'll go with that. Obviously, New England is, you know, that supposes that New England's playing with house money right now anyway, and that they okay. can that they can, you know get done what the Bills have an opportunity to get done now, later on, even though the now has arrived for New England. So in that regard, that's an overreaction, but in terms of the Bills coming to the season, it's a proper reaction. Do you get me? I get you. What else you got over I like
3: there? that. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh. The Ravens, guys, they screwed up not taking the game to overtime. Oh, gosh. You got the biggest overtime X-Factor ever in Justin Tucker. Kick the extra point, go to overtime, take your chances.
1: Yeah, but I think that they were concerned about um, their defense not being able to withstand it, and they could give it up. Um, and they had the right play, man.
2: He was wide open.
1: had. Yeah, I mean, they had the right <laughs> play. They had the perfect play call. I thought for sure that was the time to win it. They had just gone down. And it's not like John Harbaugh is worried about his job. I mean, that's total onions right there. I'll just say that's an overreaction. I'll just say that's an overreaction. I kind of dig the call at the time. I thought it was the right call at the time. They made the right actual play call. Did not work out. So there's that. We're overreacting.
3: All right. And then let's look across the other way, guys. Steelers. Not dead yet. That's
1: true.
2: Not dead yet. (laughs) They're not dead yet.
1: They're not dead yet. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not dead yet they're not uh, i mean they're the rasputin of the nfl 2021 I mean, season big
3: ben Schefter has that story he's privately telling like everyone that he's not coming back so next what? year so what right, and- i don't know
1: I, I don't know why that was a big story why is that a big story we're well, all watching it play anyway for a
3: couple years you know it's over
1: no but i, I mean we all assume like it, it's yeah. it, it's like it, it does not appear like he's got that sort of Rodgers Brady type run left in him here. Also, it was, he's he's not a different coming... physical being. I mean, he's a monstrously large and man. And the story was he's not coming back to the Steelers.
3: So does he think he's playing no. somewhere else next
1: year? I, I look. I I don't know why that was even considered a distraction. As a matter of fact, that might be let's play one for Ben right here and figure it out and you know, I, I that one they're not dead yet. Put up theirs. if you put up their 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 schedule It is not simple, right? But it's a short week game against Minnesota who they should beat. How does that sound? They should get after Kirk Cousins. They should go hunt him. They should win that short week game. They should jam Najee Harris down their throat. And then they've got the ones in front of them to actually make the playoffs. Tough
3: game. That's it. But these are teams that they have to
1: beat. And, And we'll find out if they're playoff tested and ready to go. And they are still the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that game against tennessee is going to be lit at home they got to go to kansas city that will be a difficult test i can't wait for the monday nighter at home against cleveland and then at baltimore to wrap things up the the schedule makers have nailed it it'll be a tough road but they're set up at six five and one to make it they're not dead correct not dead they are not dead yet to use the uh the the they're not quite dead i mean the Let's just put it this way, to use the Monty Python phrase. If they're screaming, bring out your dad, that's not who you bring out. Just <laughs> Never yet.
2: say never, but never. All right. Thank you, Coach. What All do right, you got over I'm there? I'm looking at the
3: NFC playoff picture, and it is like, after Arizona, after the top kind of four teams, it's kind of a who knows who's going to fill that last two, those last two spots. So I'm going to say... Two nine and eight teams are going to make the playoffs. Like, I think that's right. Number six and number seven both are going to be nine and eight.
1: I I think that's a good way to go right now
3: because right now they're both um, six and six. Yeah,
1: I, I the football I, team in San Francisco the 49ers had a shot what yesterday. Is, is, I don't ah, know, ah, Jimmy. Ah. I, I mean, they had a shot at the end to win it, too. No, uh, I, I don't know what to make of, of that one, no, yeah. but you know. That sort of performance makes me think that they could be a 9-and-8 team. They, they will be a difficult 9-and-8 team. And, and again, the Rams, um, if they can put it together, will be the last team that the uh, Cowboys want to see. Because it looks like the Cowboys are going to most that likely be in that fourth oh, spot.
3: PJ, are we going to that game?
1: We have to. No, you're not. You're going to sit at home <laughs> like we know you're going go to not respond to your texts to that are going to be coming in on your phone, even though you got two phones. <laughs> for the plug the one for the load. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand. I understand. That's not a, I don't think that's an overreaction right now.
3: How about this though? Mm-hmm. Based on that, you saw, did you see post-game Gardner and his dad? Gardner Minshew and his mm-hmm. dad? How great of a video is that? Guys, Gardner Minshew can lead the Eagles that's to the playoffs. No
1: way. That's not happening. Dude, stop it. I, 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 I have pride. He was for, amazing I, yesterday. I, have, I, I know. The Jets, Chris. It, dude, the Jets defense is just substandard. There's just no way to put it. And C.J. Mosley sitting there in the middle of that defense talking about how Fletcher Cox is this and that and the other thing. It's just like we there, there, there's no leg to stand on for the New York Jets defense. And, and you know, I, I'm sorry. The Philadelphia Eagles are need no. Jalen, Jalen Hurts to come no. back. The Philadelphia Eagles need Jalen Hurts to come back and be Jalen Hurts. I love Gardner Minshew as much as anything else. Video of him and his dad, terrific, amazing. amazing. Him showing up, looking like Burt Reynolds and Turd Ferguson combined, Top <laughs> gun amazing. Three with Gardner Minshew. I, I love, I love all of it. I love though his style. I love his excellence, uh, I, I, you know, uh, 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 of being Gardner Minshew. I love it. Jalen Hurts is the guy for this team, and Jalen Hurts needs to come back if the Philadelphia Eagles want to make a nice run, uh, in the NFC, Christopher. That's. That uh, okay. was nice. By the that least. was the Jets. That was my Jets, All right. All right. and that right. was the Jets. One more about Gardner. Can he be the Steelers' starting quarterback next year? Come on, uh, dude. I just don't know if Gardner Minshew is a starting quarterback what? in the NFL. you Guys are crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, like 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 weeks one to eighteen. Uh, 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 you know what's wrong with you? So uh, let me just let me just linger on this for a second here. Uh, n- next up for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they're 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 hitting their bye. Yeah, they're on the bye week. They got two games against the Washington football team. I mean, Gardner Minshew versus Taylor Heineke is the matchup nobody saw coming, but uh, it's got to be Hurts. Coming off the bye, it's Hurts against the Washington football team. Minchu the Giants. win
3: all these games.
1: There's four games, that, there's four games in division. It's time for Jalen Hurts to show, can he win these games in division and make the playoffs or not? And that's what you also need to see evaluate to make your decision on your three first-round selections that you now have because as of yesterday, Carson Wentz crossed the threshold yeah, essentially yeah. of 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 that 75% of the Colts snaps this year to turn the draft choice that the Eagles got in the trade into a first. So, they need to make that evaluation. So, that's an overreaction. What else you got over there, Chris? All
3: right, every week before, remember I would come on and I'd be like so and so is now the MVP front runner. And then last week I said, "Now yeah, there's no MVP front runner. Okay, I'm back." Kyler Murray should be the MVP front runner right now.
1: I'll just double down on what I Four said. Touchdowns. I'll just say, yeah, I'll just, in a month. I will just double down on what I said to start the show. Like, why aren't the Cardinals being discussed in a way that a ten and two team should be discussed? Because they're not from Green Bay, or they don't have Tom Brady quarterback in it, or they're not from New England, or they're not in Kansas City, and they're not from Dallas, right? Who? if they played each other right now I I, I I would take Arizona nine times out of ten in that game right now the game that they just won in Chicago on one of the worst turfs in the NFL with the rain coming down okay and it being thir- one of those awful days like in the Midwest 30, that you want to no part you yeah. don't want to get the number of times that I have spent in the Midwest and it's one of those slate gray days where you know it's going to rain all day and it's freezing you just want to sit at home and never get off the couch. Never. And you like DeAndre Hopkins didn't warm up yesterday outside because he wanted to stay indoors and you know get loose there, and he didn't want to run the risk of anything. So he he warmed up inside before the game. And then that catch that he made for the touchdown. And Not they real. and they won by more than ten points on the road for the seventh straight time this year. Damn straight, Carla Murray should be the front runner of the MVP. His yeah. team's ten and two. Speak it. In this quarterback-driven league. Yeah. That's not an overreaction. That's a proper reaction right now, Chris, with Brady right behind him. Brady right behind him. I think you're right about that. You got one more? I got two more. Oh. (laughs) Okay, what else? They won
3: their first game yesterday. First one. Jared Goff comeback. It was unbelievable. Man Campbell was awesome. The Lions are going to win more games than they lose to close out the year.
1: Oh, this sounds like one of my fourth downs. Put up the schedule.
3: More games than they lose. There we go. Five left.
1: Detroit Lions remaining football games are at Denver. Good luck. Home for Arizona, at Atlanta, at Seattle. No, that's an overreaction.
3: Denver, Atlanta, Seattle. All wins.
1: Book it. Come on. At Denver, at at Seattle. No, man they will be fun games because, as you know, you know, as I as one of my fourth downs earlier this year, is they're going to be must see television, and very few like that. That game against Philadelphia was one of the only ones that were just like, well, that's the same old Lions right there. But what else? What's your last one? All right,
3: this probably isn't an overreaction, but this is for uh, TJ. Alabama's going to win the college football. I mean, come on, yeah, it was just resigned to it, like. We all doubted them all year. Oh, they lose to Jimbo Fisher. They're underdogs to Georgia. What did they do? They pounded the bag out of the Bulldogs. Bryce Young, just give them the Heisman Trophy now. Like, why even go through the formality of a ceremony this weekend in New York? Just give him the Heisman Trophy. That's rat And they're going to win the so national championship. That's rat poison. And it's just going to be like, oh, Alabama's back.
1: That's rat poison. That's rat poison. They're the favorite. Georgia just wasn't up for the task. They're the favorite. Maybe Cincinnati will be. And if not Cincinnati, maybe my team will be. Cincinnati's going to lose by 40 to Alabama. I'll just say that's an overreaction. And everyone's going to have that reaction right now. And you may be proven correct, but I'll just say that's an overreaction. We'll see what happens in in a college football playoff game. We'll see what happens in Indianapolis.
3: Are we going? If it's Michigan, Alabama, even, are we going? I've
1: already, are we going? I've already gotten phone calls and texts from Michigan folks who I know and adore, asking me if I'm going, if there is a game, and I'm like, "Talk to me on January 1st. Right. I'm not going to have these conversations.
3: So can I start calling radio stations to like make sure we can? I
1: am not going we can to get have accommodated. In House I'm, money. I'm not it. going right, to okay. have. Right. Let's. I mean, like, I am not going to have these conversations. I will be in Florida on the first. I am not going to be. I will
2: actually be. I could possibly go to that game, Mike. Think how there. good that shrimp 31st cocktail is. is, I know. is. Hey, don't I go know. on the first. I, I will State be there Elmo. before that. I will be that. I may I actually gain go go Elmo's
3: game. shrimp cocktail, and we go to the national championship oh, game. See the, we I'll do see our, see our show, show. I don't
2: Monday want to have this Tuesday. conversation. <laughs> We're not <laughs> having this conversation on the thirty-first. I'm always down for a road trip. I will be in. We haven't taken
3: this particular iteration of the show on the road yet. First time national championship game. Just saying. I'll be – I want to go to
1: this. Have I'm not see. having this conversation because
2: <laughs> it's, money? it's it, you know – How's money?
1: Honestly, we, we've we got to make sure that we beat the team that took on Vandy and Arkansas and Florida and Missouri. And you got to make sure we beat that team that took on Charleston Southern. you know, got to make sure because those are the teams that they beat to be first overall, earning the spot for Alabama to leapfrog them because they – they had to make sure that they took care of South Carolina, the Blazers, fifty-six to seven. At least when Michigan took on a team in, in their uh, in their non-conference schedule, uh, it was the eventual MAC champion from Northern Illinois.
3: So, how many ranked teams did you play this year?
1: Um, I, see, I, see, I see
3: six on that schedule. Well, I
1: also see I also see teams that are ranked because they're in the SEC, I'm going to enjoy the next <laughs> few weeks. How many did they I'm going to start writing a lot yeah. of checks against the It Just Means More, and and, and I might have those returned to sender, but I'll be happy to have those returned to sender.
2: Rutgers, Michigan, House Illinois, Nebraska, Northwestern. I don't want you to wait to talk trash.
3: Indiana.
2: You know, to, yeah. to Rutgers game was a big game. Maryland. It was. It was.
1: It was actually a big game. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, I do believe Desmond Howard may not be able to join us because he's he's joining us after Marcus Freeman talks. Oh. Because he's in his press conference today right now, and That's ESPN has awesome. paused because Notre Dame is introducing its new head coach. Yes. Um, so that conversation is going down right now. Congratulations to him, Marcus Freeman. He's
3: 35. Yeah, I know, man. right? Yeah. He
1: awesome. is suited and booted, he looking great. In. I mean, yeah. I know. He looks so good. I'm in. I know.
3: Oh,
2: you're in, Mike? I've I've been in day one. Oh, I hate. What do you mean? You gonna, where else is he going to go? He's going to jump to Seton
1: Hall's football team. We don't have a football team. Correct. That's why right? I got Rutgers, in. Rutgers.
2: Rutgers. Right, please we'll kiss my ass. Rutgers didn't let me in. 844 204 ish. Kiss <laughs> my ass. <laughs> wow. Mike wow. Del Tufo. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. They didn't let me in. I got an in Instagram account. Piscataway circle. can go away. Are you kidding
1: me? That's what he said. Kiss my ass, says Mike Del Tufo. Rutgers.
2: This is the Rich Eisen
1: show. Right here on the Rich Eisen show. All right, say. so Desmond is talking is right literally now. On live on ESPN. Yeah. Right Desmond right now. is literally live on ESPN right now. There's Max Kellerman smiling. Is that son of Golik? Is son that of Golic. son of Golik? Son of Golik. There's, There's Max. There's Golic Max Golic looking, Golic. looking all inquisitive. And so once once Des hangs up with Max, oh, well he's just throwing a break. Uh-huh. It could be a second. It could be a second hit of of Des. We don't know, but he's going to call in very shortly. Live team. Let me just let's say this. Let's let's talk about this. We all know Brockman has very little regard for certain things in life, okay?
2: We know Brockman has very little regard for certain
1: things, and on occasion, Human beings. we have no idea what sets off the tripwire. It could be okay. It could really be anything, right? two young ladies attempting to win a hundred thousand oh dollars of God. free tuition money oh, from dr pepper the ball <laughs> set off chris brockman Jesus. in such a way yeah, was it because like it was year, Dr I mean, the Pepper? fury of a this, thousand this suns. this is now like you mean, year 10 of this though this what's like, it's different like one year i did it at the so i i think nokia was uh the one that did it they hired me to be the guy on the turf at a sugar bowl yeah i flew down to new orleans one year to be that guy to welcome in the two people to to push free throw shot type football throws into a, a small hole in a can about 10 yards down the field.
3: If you can't throw a football the way a football is to be thrown, you can't compete in the contest. So, so it should be
1: an <laughs> overhand thing.
3: Overhand throw. And if you only make three or four, so be it. I don't want to see you chess pass any of these GD things. And then like, and How about, you can't do it, it's did over. You see,
1: did you say they had no fewer than five officials on the field for this? Ugh. I was almost better officiated than part of the actual game of the Big Ten championship I, I game. I hate, you're right. He was I, so angry I hate this that. event Completely. with the
3: fury of a thousand suns. He's right, though. What <laughs> if one of them, like, the fake slid
1: it? at the footballs and then kept throwing him chess pass? Like that. the Kenny Pickett of oh. the Dr. Pepper chess also, pass. Also, you know
3: what's super comical? Have you looked at the price of tuition these days? A hundred k while significant. Is it going to get you like a semester and a half? Are you calling the
2: good doctor cheap? Colleges. Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs>
3: I'm it's saying the good
2: doctor like, is cheap. Wait a minute, you said the good doctor was trash last week. Oh, so. I'm saying yeah. inflation
3: is hitting everyone.
1: Maybe bump that up to like two fifty. All right, let's let's bring in Desmond Howard, uh, <laughs> uh, my one of my favorite people on the planet. One of my favorite people on the planet. That's the way we welcome you <laughs> on sorry. the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Uh, do you, do you think the the these uh, Dr Pepper contestants should be forced to throw overhand, Desmond? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think?
0: I I think that's a good argument. I think that's a good point. I believe that, yeah, you should have to. I mean, because that's the whole point of throwing a football, what? right? I mean, you don't chess pass a football. You throw a football. I mean... So yeah, a good, I, I haven't really heard people debate that, but yeah, I, I'm on, I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm hey, on board with that. Wait a minute,
1: that's Favre me. never chest passed you the ball, never <laughs> once. That never <laughs> happened.
0: Hey, I tell you what, but these quarterbacks now they have like this this jet motion that goes in front of them and yeah. they snap the ball. Yeah. They just pretty much taps the, they tap the ball. That is a chest to, pass, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's that like, yeah. it's just
1: that they're not throwing it into a a, a can that's right. ten, 10 yards right. in front and of them. The it.
0: timing of it has to be perfect too.
1: See now, yeah. Chris. That's that's why Desmond's next level, right there. <laughs> How are you, Des? How you doing? Oh man, listen, Rick, I'm, I'm bro. I mean, listen, yeah,
0: if, I, if I was doing any better, you had to put me in a straitjacket, bro. It's, 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 you know, it's just like that, you know. What you is can't this? hide it.
1: You can't hide it. Right. I mean, I, I know what it feels like for me, being a longtime fan and observer. What about a guy like you, who has won? A Heisman Trophy for this school and has won big games for this school and is yeah. sitting on the set yeah. of one of the most watched yeah. college football shows in the history of such things over the last few years. What is this like for you to see this?
0: You know for what Michigan it is for Des- me, Rich, to be completely honest with mm-hmm. you is it's just I'm happy for the coaches, the coaching staff, and the players. You know because they've been through so much. And I was talking to um, I was at the game and uh, talking to one really popular music music exec named Steve Stout. And Steve Stout said, yeah, well, you know, you guys are ready to get rid of Harbaugh. I said, well, you know, Steve, the thing is, like those of us who actually know what's happening, we, we never really felt like that. I said, it's just like you. You know, you've had all sorts of musical artists, right? I said, but you know that there are artists that that, they, that have great potential, but then there are people out there in the media who are sitting out there and they're, carving up this art, this artist, but you as a, as an exec, you know what's happening behind the scenes, why this artist just might not be reaching his potential just yet, but you don't give up on the artist. I said, so when I put it in a language like that, then he understands exactly what I mean about that's the noise outside, but people who are inside understand what was really happening wasn't really as quick to give up on Coach Harbaugh. And so I'm happy that the decision-makers didn't pull the trigger because we see decision-makers all over college football pulling the trigger haphazardly on some of these coaches. But they didn't pull the trigger. They stuck with them. They made some adjustments. They made some changes. And now a team that wasn't even picked to finish in the top three, I think they were picked to finish fourth in their own division is picked as the number two team in the nation. Now, who saw that coming? I didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, that, that's, so the point is, I'm just so happy for the decision makers, for Coach Harbaugh, and for those kids who've been dealing with so much for so many years to be where they are, because they kept fighting the good fight, and they stayed on course, and it has paid big dividends for them so far, and it's going to pay even bigger dividends for them down the road. And
1: then how about uh, the blossoming uh, of one of your teammates' kids into a Heisman Trophy candidate, oh, which I think Aiden should yeah. be. What is that like to watch a kid of a teammate do what he's doing for the school, uh, Des? That's insane. Again,
0: again, you know, you're so happy for the kid, Rich, because don't forget, now, this is a kid who last season was going to be, I think, projected to be a first-round draft pick, and then he, you know, broke his ankle. And then, you know, he's crying, and people are like, well, should he come back? Should he just you know rehab and go to the n f l and this kid made a commitment you know to himself to his teammates to his coaches to come back? You know why he wanted to come back. he wanted to come back to finish the job to win a big ten championship with his team, and he came back and did it not only that now he's like a top five pick and he's um you know i, I and Hopefully, I'll see him in New York right. on Saturday. So, I mean, it, it, it's just a sweet, sweet story. And uh, got a lot of credit. And Chris is his dad, who I played with. Mm-hmm. And, man, what, what is just a wonderful man he is and his wife and what they've done raising um, Aiden. So, just kudos to them as a family.
1: I'll be honest. I can't believe this is happening. You know, yeah, I right. always hoped. It's yeah, Des, you know, I had you on when the show, my first, the show was first beginning seven years ago. I had you on. I had Steve Hutchinson, no relation, um, and and I had uh, Woodson on. And I'm like, yeah. we got to get Harbaugh. We got to get him. And I remember yeah. I looked at Harbaugh when he was on the sideline of, of the Ravens years ago when he was um, either at Stanford or he just was going to Stanford, and he was running off the field on a Saturday night because the college football season was over, and he was wearing a Ravens gear he was on the sideline of the i think it was the night that the ravens closed down old texas stadium and he runs past the set and i'm like you got to come home man and he smiled at me and (laughs) nodded (laughs) at me and ran into the tunnel because this was what i was envisioning i didn't think it would take seven years to be honest but i can't believe it's happening des i cannot believe it is happening and it is the greatest thing i said it's the greatest fall i've ever had and i know you you're professional and you know i can be somewhat here because my job is to actually talk from the heart, uh, my gut from the show, the fact that they beat Ohio State yeah. and deny Notre Dame a seat at the table. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Oh, and and tell Michigan State, you know, with their big win, and it was a tremendous win for them, tell Michigan State, hey, that was a peach of a win. Enjoy the peach bowl. And that was just all it was. All it was is just one of those character-building moments on, on our journey yeah. uh, to maybe yeah. the greatest season in the history of Michigan football. It's the greatest thing. I, I, this is the greatest fall I've ever had. My kids were not bar, born in the fall. I wasn't married in the fall. This is literally the greatest fall I've ever had. This is amazing. Yeah,
0: brother. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. And it's it's incredible to watch this journey unfold the way it, it has. And like you said, you know, he was the one that everyone wanted. Mm-hmm. And things didn't shape out the way we, we anticipated. And, we, you know, people started to make mm-hmm. all these jokes about Michigan and Harbaugh and people coming down so hard on him. And <laughs> like I said, it would have been easy, easy to just fire him. You know, if he was in any other school, like, you know, if this happened down in Columbus, he would have been gone years ago because, you know, it's, it's just a different breed down there. And other places too, but um, they stayed the course. They made some changes. They understood what was happening behind the scenes. And um, look at them today, so kudos to them
1: espn's desmond howard college game days desmond howard here on the rich eisen show did the committee get it right one through four seating him the way that they did they get it right
0: um it's hard to say i mean my, my my when they asked me my top four michigan was number one um alabama was two georgia was three and uh since he was four that was my own personal um feelings towards the 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 order, but, you know, they, they put Bama up there. It's, a hard, it's hard to knock that one. Hey, Bama and Michigan were, you know, to me, flip a coin. It was, you, he had a strong argument for either, because at the, you gotta give Bama credit for doing what they did. I mean, not only did they beat the number one team in the country, I mean, don't forget Georgia's like wire-to-wire wire, regular season, like the best team in the country, um, the best defense in the country, and for them to go and carve that defense up the way that they did was it was incredible i mean it was like like the michigan ohio state game you left that game with a clear understanding of which team was the better team There was no doubt in your mind who was the better team. When you left the SEC championship game, there was no doubt in your mind that Alabama was the better team. It wasn't like, ah, man, you know, they kind of got lucky, and, man, if they played again, you know, it was like, ah, you know, they, they had a bad call. No, 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 no. Alabama was the better team. So, with them knocking off number one, you know, they had a hell of an argument, so. That's what he got
1: denied. Okay, and so um, what do you think? I had Lincoln Riley on earlier in the show, Desmond, and I asked him about this signing period, this December 15th signing period, and if that should be moved because, you know, we're seeing all of these schools. Oregon just lost their coach. Oklahoma lost their coach. Um, obviously, Notre Dame lost its coach. And and these coaches, you know, do not look very good. I mean, the, the look is so bad for them to leave right when they're leaving. And 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 then kids are decommitting and then recommitting, like that kid who who did exactly that to recommit to um, Lincoln Riley here at USC. Why why is the signing period when it is, and do you think it should be moved? What do you think of that?
0: Now that is, I, I don't pay that much attention to high school recruiting, mm-hmm. and I don't know why they moved this. So I I mean I'm just keeping it honest. I have no idea why they moved the the signing period. I, what did? I would be curious to see what Lincoln Riley would say about it because that that affects their lives tremendously. Um, yeah, he said he said he'd be in favor of
1: moving it. That's what he said. He'd be yeah. in favor of moving it because it's yeah, just those
0: are the guys to really answer that question. Those head coaches, because you know it, it affects their lives and it affects the um, the lives of these kids. So, but I have no idea why they moved the, the signing period. I you know I just always find it kind of interesting that people want to look at when to hire a coach or when not to hire a coach based on the signing period. Cuz my thing is, you know, that's just one signing period. You 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 you're hiring this coach for the, for some sort of longevity, not just for this signing class. You know what I mean? Like to me, I I, I just don't get trying to maneuver the hiring of a coach around one signing class. I am in for I'm I am i am all about the long game. Okay, if we lose a, I mean, if this is my guy, this is my guy. So if he doesn't get this recruiting period, this this class and everybody he wants in this class, so be it. At some point, you got to coach people up too, and you got the you got the transfer portal. There's just other things involved where I couldn't make that the most important criteria in trying to figure
1: out. If I'm going to hire this coach now or not, does that make sense, Rich? Yeah, it totally makes sense, Desmond, okay. and I think it just puts everyone in a very difficult position. Yeah. And it, it, I, 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 I don't understand why school presidents are cool with it, or or why uh, athletic department administrators are cool with it. Like they're yeah. cool, with it, like. This would never happen in the NFL, where somebody goes to another NFL team's coach whenever they go to them, October, September, you know, November, December, saying, "Hey, you, you know, you want to, you want to bail when the season's over, and you got to do it right away before there's a playoff game." You know, yeah. it's it's insane. The whole that's thing's like, insane, I, and I don't know why everyone's cool with that. Like they don't want to. That's that's, you know? that's
0: that's the problem, Rich. See the, see the NFL, NFL has structure. NFL they got a union, like we college they they have a governing body the college football does not have a governing body i mean that that was exposed when COVID hit when the pandemic hit we thought the ncaa was the governing body It's like no, nah, you conferences y'all on your own do what you want to do so we we don't have a governing body we don't have a union we don't have structure so that's why it's like the wild wild west right now and you have so i can i can go on and on about that but that's the foundation of of what's the the biggest problem right now in college football, and then these coaches' salaries, these contracts that they're signing. Oh, Rich, this this is this is about to start to get really crazy out there. You know, they're signing co- contracts that are worth more than NFL coaches. So you want everything that the NFL has except. You don't want the same structure. You don't want to give these these student athletes, because they're quote unquote amateurs, the same rights or the same type of uh, even even. You don't even want to give them a union. Because if you give them a union, then you now you will have the issues um, that 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 are plaguing college football. You will have someone to address these issues now as a group, which they do not want.
1: Uh, last two for you. Um... You, you want to say who you, you think should be a Heisman Trophy winner? Who would you vote for? Who do you think? Oh, no, I never
0: there. say that before the okay. award comes out. I not okay. never I, – I would say, like, who the finalist should Go be. Go for it. I would never yep. say So who should the, the finalist
1: be? Who should the finalist be?
0: Who the guy will win it? Um, well, Aiden Hutchinson, I think, should be a finalist. I think that um, uh, Bryce Young mm-hmm. – I mean, listen, I'm a guy who is not just what you do because I know these guys, they can pad, pad numbers and pad stats against – you know, weaker opponents, which they do all the time. But it's also, more importantly to me, who you do it against. So it's not just what you do, but who you do it against. And for him to have a game he had um, against Georgia SC Championship game is good. Just like Aiden Hutchinson, three sacks against Ohio State, the biggest game of the regular season, boom. And um, third guy, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, you could maybe throw in Hassan Haskins, Kenny Pickett,
1: well, if it's if, Desmond, if it, Desmond, if it's Pickett, can they can they redo the trophy instead of it being a stiff arm, it's a fake slide? Can they do that? Can they immediately get that trophy made? Nice. What do you think? How,
0: how, how gangster was that move? I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's just and it's taking advantage. To be honest with you, it's taking advantage mm-hmm. of the um, the climate in college football right now, which is don't hit the quarterback. So if if a guy looks like even looks like he's about to go down, guys pull up automatically because they don't want to get a targeting file or a personal file, or nothing like that. So they they always, they're gonna pull up, and then he he does that. He takes advantage of the of the rule and uh, r- runs for an actual touchdown doing it too. I said, "Hot damn, look at this here!"
1: <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's what I thought. I said he just wrote a check that uh, you know if I'm Mel Tucker and uh, I'm I'm telling the Spartans like don't target, but go for it, and I'll deal with the refs afterwards. That's exactly for the Peach Bowl. Exactly, that's what I will say. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I yes, tell my sir. defensive staff, and that's what I tell the players. Go for it. Yeah, Don't man. use your helmet, exactly. but go for it, and then I'll deal with it. Uh, last one for you. Do you think we got a shot? What do you think? The whole thing, the whole enchilada. What do you think for Michigan?
0: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'm not just saying this as you know because I went to school, but I I know mean, that. as an analyst. Yes, please. As that's, as what as an d- analyst. that's what I
1: That's what. That's what I want. That's the yeah. analyst. What do you think? What do
0: you think? Yeah. Now, do I got time to go into it, or you just want? Yeah, to no, go for it? it. No, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Georgia. You know, the Georgia's number one defense in the country all year long. And I did a tape on Saturday. I talked about Alabama's wideouts. I said, John Mechie. I said, Jamison Williams. They're going to have to be the difference. Because all the talk about their defense was the front seven. We never really talked about their, their secondary and their back end. And so what Bill O'Brien did, offensive coordinator of Alabama did, which was brilliant, he found a way to neutralize that front seven. So once you neutralize the front seven, now you put the, the pressure on the back end on the secondary. And they carved them up, bro. Man, I mean they just they just ate them alive. And Jamison Williams had a had a hell of a day. So anyway, with that being said, I believe that Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator at of Michigan, mm-hmm. if you've really paid attention, he's in a hell of a rhythm right now He sure the is. He sure he's is. in a hell of a rhythm. And I also think that Michigan's defense is People gonna say, "Ah, oh, Michigan wanna line up and, and 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 punch you in the mouth." That's what they wanna do. That's not what we wanna do, but that's what they wanna do. But that's, it's that's is what they can do, and if you allow them to do it, they're gonna do it. But they're multiple. Michigan's offense is very, very multiple. Most coordinators will tell you if you gotta prepare for two quarterbacks, that's a headache. Well, you gotta prepare for K. McNamara, and you also gotta prepare for this freshman J. J. McCarthy. You gotta prepare for three running backs. You got Blake Corum. Who's, who's Lightning. You got Hassan As- Haskins, who's Thunder. But then you get Donovan Edwards.
1: How good is that kid? How good is that kid?
0: Come on now, you kidding me? They use this kid in the championship game for a double pass.
1: That's right. And he also grabbed one with one arm, too. Come, I know.
0: So now you got three one running hand. backs. You got two legitimate tight ends, both of them in the championship game, making one hand, one-handed grabs, both tight ends. And then you got wide It's like you got three or four wide all of them can make plays. like, And they use multiple personnel groupings, multiple sets, and then they'll slow it down for you. They'll getting the formation. Cato, you know, clap his hands, and they'll look to the sideline, and then they'll get the play. So my point is this is going to be a, a huge challenge for, for for Georgia's defense because there's just so much that they can do offensively and so much to defend. And then I'm not sure people were really impressed with Georgia's offense, especially under Stetson Bennett against Alabama. And Michigan has a pretty, pretty good defense, too. Mike McDonald, first-year defensive coordinator that came from um, the Baltimore Ravens, has been doing an outstanding job to the point where he actually out-coached Ryan Day. And people aren't giving uh, Jim Harbaugh and McDonald and that staff enough credit for how they out-coached Ohio State a couple of weeks ago in that game.
1: Des, I love you. Thanks for the time. Let's do my it again. Man. Pleasure. Let's my do it God. again. Right Thank back you, at sir. you. One of my Go favorite humans. Go blue. One of my favorite humans on the planet, Desmond Howard. All right, we've got to take a break. We're back. Phone calls. Mike Del Tufo's weather report. How yeah. bad is it going to be tonight? Oh. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, o O'Reilly Auto Parts. helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
1: Okay, Mike Deltufo, are you ready? Big game tonight in Come on, go go on let such Let's a go. big factor. Hit it, hit it, hit, uh, hey, it, like hit, it. hit it. Hit this
2: it. music. Tell Tufo with the Weekend uh, Weather Update. It's not the weekend, update. people. It's, well, you, it's not you, the weekend. It's you okay. played the drop, Mike. Don't know, worry. Don't like, worry. Don't worry. Mike, go for it, it. Go Week for day. it. Weekday. 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 The game tonight in Buffalo is going to be freezing. Oh. It's going to start in the high 30s, get down low. Oh. Into Mike, play below your camera. How Now. Low, the low thirties. It's like 31, 32. Wind gusts it, over fifty, 50 miles, 55 miles an hour. So, and by gusts. the way, that's his team has a great running game. Yeah, great they running get about one hundred and fifteen yards on average a game. Oh. Some research. Oh. I mean that's I step it up. Thirty percent chance of precipitation. Do you well, we know what type the, of precipitation? Precipitation's already past Orchard Park. I okay. did a little research. <laughs> oh, okay. The rain's a little east and what north. No snow. Of no snow, but. It is going to be freezing. It's going to be. It's going to be the 30, like basically 30 then, degrees with 50 mile an hour winds. It's going to be insane. 50 Run it. mile an hour winds. So, Bring the blanket. Wow. Great wait, weather report, Mike.
1: Wait, just, <laughs> See, I'm getting better. Now, how does
3: that affect the fire on the tables in the parking lot?
1: I might. That might be a big, oh, big problem. That's right. Now, let's just say. Let's just say, let's just say. Let's just say. You have the defense and special teams of the Patriots, <laughs> and another person who is the fishmonger of Santa Monica <laughs> oh. has Stephon Diggs. And the minute oh. that the Patriots take the field defensively, Ooh. I lead by three. Oh. Ooh. Who wins? Oh you think so I yeah oh, no, oh yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's
2: my fault it's my fault tonight it's your night bro this
1: is my world I if i win. come in tomorrow with that w oh. then, then honestly mean. i'm playing the playing the numbers i gotta play that yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah pats win tonight oh. i I, pre- I i predicted them on game day morning i said that me and mooch are on the pats mm. and irv and kurt are say the uh bills winning tonight. bills can't run the ball
2: and if it's 55 miles, fifty-five, gr- 55, 55 wins. Yeah, 50 wins? Wow. Bills can run the ball. It's just that their best runner is their quarterback. That's true. Wow. True. That's Let's true. go. Let's go. We'll see you on Tuesday's show, folks. I'll be watching this game. Ooh. Nice.